don't matter underground or the mainstream We taking over everything American dreams Make a move long nights to the light beams What's going on world, welcome to another episode of the Sounds Like Fun Podcast I'm your host Serial Sensei This is my first album review actually of 2019 um, I know I took a bit of a break, at least from this podcast But um, if you follow me, you know I also record the Dojo Talk Podcast Which is on my SoundCloud page also on Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, um, that is the main hub for everything I do, where I cover combat sports. So if you're interested in that, go check that out. Um, I've been always, always active on that. And the Sounds Like Fun podcast goes on that same page, so you'll find it all under one nice little place where you can go check out um, pretty much everything that I do over there. But yeah, it's been a little minute since I've done an album review. To be honest, I just wanted to take a break, man. 2018, in terms of music, was really hectic. There was a new album, like, every week, every day. <laughs> it was a lot to try and keep up with. So, yeah, this year, man, I just kind of took it easy. I actually took some time to go back and listen to albums from 2018 that I didn't get a chance to really check out. Um, so, yeah, man, I just kind of wanted to chill, just enjoy music for once and not really think about reviewing it. But I figured eventually, man, I gotta, you know, gotta get back on the wagon, gotta get back to talking about music again. I've ingested a few new albums this year, um, so hopefully I'll, I'll get back on the on the ball with dropping these reviews, uh, you know, pretty regularly again. Um, but yeah, other than that, man, just been chilling, listening to music, still on my on my writing grind. Um, shameless plug: you can buy my book, The Oddball Chronicles on Amazon for the very fair price of 99 cents or if you're a paperback person you can uh, donate $8.99 to the cause feed a starving author I would greatly appreciate it <laughs> but that's yeah that's pretty much uh all I've been up to oh and real quick before I start follow me on Twitch at Serial Sensei I've been pretty active on there lately um, I normally stream on weekends um, normally Sundays sometimes Saturdays if I get the chance but um yeah, I've been active on there too. Follow me on Twitch. Um, but yeah. So, as for this episode of Sounds Like Fun, um, I will be reviewing the album from Boogie entitled Everything's for Sale. So, uh, Boogie is an artist from Compton, California. Um, he's one of the newest signees to Shady Records. Um, to be honest, other than that, I don't know much about Boogie. Um, he has a few other projects out, one called Thirst 48. Uh, one called The Reach and Thirst 48 Part 2. Um, I know Boogie from uh, his feature on Royce's album, uh, Book of Ryan, on the song Dumb. Um, he had actually a really, really dope verse. Probably one of, one of the better verses on the project as a whole. Um, so just off the strength of that, uh, I wanted to check him out, see uh, what kind of artist he was. Wasn't really too familiar with any of his music. Um, I listened to a couple of songs off of his old projects, didn't listen to them in whole, uh, as a whole. They were cool, not anything too crazy, but, you know, he was signed the Shady. I liked his, you know, his verse on Royce's project. And the songs I heard, you know, they weren't bad, not great, but, you know, they, they were decent enough. So I figured, you know, let me give this guy a listen and, and see what's, you know, see, see what's going on. See what, see what Shady Records is, 
is up to you know signing these these new artists that they got so um yeah i guess i'll just jump right into this uh project because like i said i don't really have much backstory on him because I, I was not too familiar with his music but um everything for sale real quick uh production shout outs and i'm probably gonna butcher a lot of these names but we got kiel spelled k-e-y-e-l i might have said that wrong uh, mark raggio ron finberg or feinberg seaballin james teej dart sean matsukawa nabian n-a-b-e-y-e-n <laughs> might have said that wrong too uh fresh air s1 street runner Tariq azuz mario luciano ashton mccrate and chris mcleany so those are all the production credits i found so shout outs to those uh gentlemen who handled production on this album uh the sound of this project man um really really moody very um i wasn't sure what i was gonna get walking into this but i just i I didn't expect this to be as really moody as it was like this production all throughout minus a, a, a few tracks it's really laid back it's it puts you in a really like reflective kind of vibe um not something you really like rock out to in your car maybe more so you listen to this on like a late night drive when you you kind of just really chilling um or you might listen to this kind of just around the house uh you know just kind of vibe out um or maybe even in your headphones and you're kind of in a mellow mood and you just want to vibe out um and it keeps that tone pretty much throughout the entire project with the exception of uh self-destruction uh, rainy days and soho like the rest of this album is really really it has this really somber like tone throughout and it it doesn't really let up um and i, I feel like it helps and it kind of hinders the project at the same time because it helps in terms of if that was what he was going for then he nailed it and I, i'm pretty sure that's what he was going for because a lot of the moodiness of the production definitely matches the the content of the album um so in that way it's it's really it's a really big help because it complements you know the content of the album perfectly but it's it's a hindrance because i feel like this is one of those albums that you you really have to be in a certain mood to like want to listen to this like i don't think this is an album that you wake up like yo i gotta listen to that boogie album like you just if you're in a certain mood you're in a certain vibe that day maybe you throw this on and you just kind of vibe out, but I, I I just I don't envision this being like an everyday. I gotta put this on. I gotta listen to this. Like you know, it, you gotta be in a certain mood. I think to really wanna vibe out to this album. So that's pretty much it, production wise. Like nothing production wise really stood out. There weren't any beats I heard that were like, yo, that that beat is crazy. Like I said, it's real, very mellow, very moody. Um. It just it kind of keeps that that somber vibe pretty much all throughout. So that's pretty much all I got to say on the production tip. Um, but in terms of the content, um, like I said, the that moody production matches the content perfectly. Um, this album is very personal, um, self-reflective, vulnerable. Um, for me, it's it, it's almost kind of dark at times. That um, was self-critical, like boogie seems very aware of himself uh, more specifically very aware of like his mistakes 
and things that he's done wrong and things that he continues to do wrong and it's kind of him kind of just like unpacking all of his problems um, whether it be you know personal issues and thoughts that he has um, you know personal problems life choices uh, relationships which that that's kind of a heavy theme throughout this album <laughs> it's, it's almost it's, it's very i feel like the relationship angle is a theme that comes out a lot in this project it it, it makes me want to say that it's almost like it's, it's really emo at times but i, I kind of give it a pass because i think he at least does a really good job of expressing like those kind of feelings in regards to like the relationship theme tracks and like verses that you'll hear throughout this project. So I won't give them too much slack for it, but that's another somewhat hindrance for me. Cause I don't know if I necessarily want to listen to that all the time, <laughs> but you know, it, it is what it is, but he, he does a really good job. I think of being vulnerable, being very honest and self-reflective about himself and about, you know, his situations that he's been in, uh, in regards to relationships or, or pretty much just, just life in general. Um, his delivery is, it's pretty interesting. He, he's pretty versatile in the fact that he can rap and sing and harmonize. And I think over this kind of production, like I said, coupled with the content, it, it fits his style perfectly. He, he doesn't really sound out of place. He, he pretty much fits in on every beat on this project. Um, I think though his actual voice for me at times is a turnoff. He has this very, he speaks at kind of like a high pitch and sometimes he sounds really, I don't know if it's nasally or like he has like a, a slight like lisp, <laughs> but there are just certain, there are certain times for me when his voice is kind of, it can be off-putting. Um, and that, that might just be me. Maybe I'm just bugging out but for, for me there are just times uh, I, I notice it more when he's like not so much when he's singing but more so when he's rapping how he just, he has this really he has a high pitch to his voice that sometimes is kind of off-putting but I mean other than that he, he has a, a good way with words like I said he's he's very he's very good at painting a picture um, of emotions and you, you get that really right off the jump from the first track um, tired slash reflections um, good opening to the album really sets the moody tone that you're pretty much gonna get for the rest of the project minus a few tracks here and there um, you get lines where he says I'm, I'm tired of working at myself I want to be perfect already I'm tired of the dating process I want to know what's certain already I'm tired of questioning God it, I'm tired of question if God is real I want to get murdered already and then it it kind of cuts but the verse kind of cuts midway through the word and you just get this gunshot pop off and it's like oh all right i wasn't ready i wouldn't i didn't know we were going there that quick <laughs> like i um, took a, a a quick turn to the dark side but um nah like and you get a lot of that just a lot of really vulnerable moments and no matter what he's talking about like i said it could be him talking about relationships um or him talking about himself um one moment on here for me like lyrically that stood out uh, was on the track uh, Whose Fault, uh, which is one of the more relationship theme uh, tracks where him and his girl are going back and forth and he's, you know, rapping a other's perspective of someone who's 
dealing with somebody, they're going through a breakup, but they got a kid together, so they still have to, like, you know, communicate and, you know, they're trying to do their best to, to be there for the kid, even though they're not, they don't really have it all together. Um, but I thought he did a, did a good job, something I don't really see a lot of other artists do as to where he didn't, like, fully put the blame on her, um, and he took ownership of some of the things that he did that were maybe, like, out of line, out of pocket, um, specifically on that track, um, the line where he says, uh, we in darkness, but we addicted to it, you say my son got a game, and I need to get him to it, though I miss him, I say, shit, I ain't finna do it, cause I'm too pissed, I say, no bitch, tell your new nigga do it, um, and then he says, another stereotype that I couldn't prove wrong, cool with me, cool with doing me, but not just gonna let you move on. I'm paraphrasing, I messed some of that up, <laughs> but, like, I, I like that the last two um, lines, another stereotype that I couldn't prove wrong, cool with doing me, but just not trying to let you move on, where he's literally pointing at himself, like, I'm kind of, the, the the another stereotype line stood out, because where he's kind of realizing I'm fulfilling this, this stereotype of being a deadbeat dad, because I'm, I can't keep my emotions in check, so because I can't keep my emotions in check, I'm fulfilling the stereotype because I'm playing this game about not wanting to pick up my son and it's only because I'm dealing with her like and I'm me acting this way and acting out is really you know damaging the relationship with my son it's putting this bad image out there that's already portrayed in the media and now I'm I'm not doing anything to help that image by doing what I'm doing so it's moments like that throughout this album that I think are, are really dope um, the Soho track with Jid is pretty cool. Uh, like I said, that's that's one of the more upbeat tracks on the album. Um, I wasn't really crazy about Jid's verse, honestly, um, but it was a cool track to just trying to break up the vibe of the album. Because like I said, a lot of this is really mellow, and then you you get to Soho and it, it just kind of breaks up the rhythm a little bit. You can kind of you know kind of loosen up a little bit. Um, Rainy Days with Eminem, like I said, that's another track where things kind of, you know, pick up mood-wise. Um, as far as Eminem's verse, the whole sheep herd line, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, I, I wasn't crazy about the verse. I don't think it's as terrible as people make it out to be. I've seen a lot of people roasting it. I don't, I don't think it's, like, terrible. Not, not the best M verse, but it, it is what it is. But I, I appreciated the track just for kind of breaking up the, uh, like I said, the really somber, um, mood of this album um it only stands at 13 tracks so it is a pretty quick listen and i don't have a ton to really go into super depth about this album like i feel like it's pretty straightforward when you get to it you like i said you just get a lot of honesty a lot of vulnerability um whether boogie singing or rapping he sounds pretty good you know doing both he fits well over this production and he does a really good job like i said lyrically of painting like these emotional pictures to describe you know whatever the situation it is he's going through whether it be in regards to a relationship friendship or just you know any everyday life issue that he's going through i think he he does a really good job of, of painting that my only issue with the album is like i said it's it's so moody throughout that it, it like i said you, this isn't something i could envision myself i'm not going to go back to this all the time like i need to I need to be in a certain kind of mood to really want to listen to this. I'm not just going to go back every day and be like, yo, got to gotta put this on, you know. 
So uh, I feel like what helps his album is also kind of what hurts it. But like I said, I, I think he kind of did this on purpose. I'm pretty sure this was like the vibe he was going for. And if that's the case, I mean, it was pretty consistent throughout. So I, I would say he nailed it. It's just depending on you and your taste, you, you, this might not be something you put on constantly. But other than that, it's, it is a pretty solid project for a debut, even though he's had other projects. I think this is like his first you know, major um, debut. I think it was a really dope project. Um, as far as things in the future, I would just like to see him be a bit more diverse with the sound. Because for me, this, like I said, it was almost, it was almost too moody. And while he did break it up at points, like I said, with tracks like Soho, Rainy Days, and Self Destruction, which I'll get to in a bit, um, it just. The album just it flows really well together, but it's just so moody, and I just I wish there was a a bit more diversity in just the vibe of the album, just a little bit. Um, but they're not like I said, not to say it's a bad album. It is a it's a solid project. It's a pretty good listen from front to back. There aren't really any songs on here that I can say I, I don't like. I mean, there are songs I like more than others, but I can't really say any of these songs are are bad. Um, and the fact that this track is this album is only thirteen tracks, it does kind of go by really fast. Um, so you can you can get through this pretty quick. It's not a very it's not a very long listen. Um, and like I said, it does flow together really well, but it's just it's so moody throughout that, and the moodiness mixed with the content, it's like, oh, this is this is kind of heavy. I don't know if I wanna <laughs> I don't know if I wanna just listen to this all day. But no, nah, it it is a pretty solid project. Um, I I would recommend it. Give it a give it a listen. If you listen to Tired Slash Reflections up to about Soho, you get a pretty good feeling of what this album is about and what it's what it's going for. So if you can listen to those first like five songs and you dig it, you just keep going and finish it because that's pretty much what you're gonna get for the rest of the project. Um, but if that's not your cup of tea, um, you know you might not like the more you know emotional somber tracks on here but uh to get into some of my favorites um as i mentioned earlier tired slash reflections um, that was a favorite um, like i said when i came into this album i wasn't sure what i was gonna get so for me that opening just kind of caught me off guard but i liked it it was you know a personal track vulnerable track really just set the mood um for that just somber vibe and you know i just like like right off top he's boogie's being reflective and addressing you know, a lot of his life pain, life questions, just in regards to how he's living and thoughts in his head, things of that nature. So I thought it just did a good job of really setting the mood. Um, Self-Destruction is definitely a favorite song. <laughs> I guess this is like his quote-unquote turn-up song. Um, the, the story behind this track is pretty funny. I read in an interview that he did that uh, for the melody, he was kind of just freestyling it and he just ended up liking it so he kept it and then i guess he just kind of filled in the blanks from there but no nah, this it's a dope um it's a dope nice little like i said quote unquote uh turn up song it has a very very mainstream ish like flow to it um i like the way he switched up his flow on the second verse towards the end i wish he would have rapped like that more often where he he kind of he kind of had like a mini, I ain't gonna say rapid fire, but he, he kind of picked his energy up a little bit. I, I wish he would have did that more throughout the album. But no, nah, self-destruction is 
that might be one of the few songs on this album that you can kind of like bump in your car um and not like get sad about <laughs> so um yeah that self-destruction uh was a good one skydive 2 featuring black um i like that song i love that that instrumental with that acoustic guitar it's really airy um i love i like the airy vocals um and the singing and i think black really just kind of fit that song perfectly i think that was a, a really uh, good fit good fit for him really one of a, a nice track to just kind of like vibe out to um lol smh uh, interlude is that's another favorite another really just honest track um i love the descriptions he used um he, he really talks a lot about like insecurities in this track um specifically he's uh talks about a lot like he's wondering why his girl won't leave him even though he showed like pretty much how terrible of a person he thinks he is um how less than perfect that he is but she's still you know she's still with him and he's kind of just like wondering like why are you still with me i, I just like that angle the approach he took um topic wise on that song so i thought lol smh uh, was really dope and i like the beat switch also that he did like halfway through the track and the beat kind of switches up um but it's still even the second beat still fits like the vibe of the track um and live 95 um if i was to mention favorites that would probably be another one um I just like that beat in the chorus. It's one of the more, I'm gonna say singy, songy, but I don't know that 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 hook kind of like stuck with me when I hear it. It's it's kind of one of those like, oh, I, I can sing along to this and kind of kind of vibe out to this track. But um, yeah, that's those are pretty much my favorites. Um, like I said, there are other songs that I like. There aren't really any songs on here I I, I don't like. Um, but those were some of my favorites. Uh, Silent Ride. That was another good one. Um, swap meet was cool like I said not, there aren't really any songs in here I don't like it's just that it's this is just one of those albums that I think you just need to be in a certain mood to listen to you might not throw this on all the time you might not listen to this every day but like when you put it on it'll be something nice to ride out to something to vibe to getting your little you know getting getting your feels <laughs> a little bit and just you know just just kind of vibe out with it so that's pretty much all I got. I, I, if I keep going, I'd pretty much just be talking in circles. But Boogies, everything's for sale. It's a, it's a solid album. Give it a listen. Get you get your nice uh, your your feel of emotional raps and singing. You know vulnerability. Um, but it it still sounds good. It's like I said, it's just very moody. He's not chasing no hits. It's just this is how I'm feeling. I'm just outpouring everything that's going on in my life over these just moody mellow instrumentals and this is just what i gotta say this is everything i'm dealing with and i'm just gonna lay it out you know over these 13 tracks and that's pretty much what you get with everything's for sale so i recommend man you got spotify itunes whatever give it a listen i think it's it's worth a check um check out his verse on the song dumb on royce's um book of ryan album i think you'll really like that i think that that verse displays a lot better of his rapping ability but either way boogie everything for sale give it a listen it's a pretty solid album i recommend it just you know make sure you're in the right mood to to deal with some of the uh <laughs> the, the emotional lows that this album may take you through but um yeah man i'm not gonna sit here and talk you guys ears off forever so i'm back hopefully i will be reviewing albums 
consistently again so be on the lookout been listening since the project so i should have more music to talk about but this has been another episode of the sounds like fun podcast i am your host serial sensei and until next time i will catch you guys later